It is the end of the month and I know some of you will be planning your next month soon. Today I wanted to share one other concept I've adapted from Agile product development that can increase the chances of achieving your goals. Today I want to talk about the definition of done and how you can use it in your own life. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B., is a certified Scrum Master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. As always, I want to first explain how the definition of done works in agile product development. You see, the main problem with product development is that there are usually many people involved in the process. There are many departments, many stakeholders who have a say in what new features should be built and how they should look like. And of course, every person has their own idea of how a certain feature should look like in the end. And it is crucial that all these ideas are discussed and written down. Because what happens otherwise is that software engineers create a product based on their idea of what should be included in this product, while other departments might have a very different idea of what things this product should be able to do upon shipment. It's like everyone thinks it's common sense but it's not. Common sense is not so common when you compare different departments which have very different objectives. I found a great write-up on what the definition of done is. Here it goes. The definition of done is an agreed-upon set of items that must be completed before a project or a user story can be considered complete. It is applied consistently and serves as an official gate separating things from being in progress to done. There should also be an element of transparency, since everything can be tied back to that doneness checklist. If a release or a feature hasn't checked off all the boxes, then it can't move forward and everyone knows why." End quote. Basically, the definition of done is an unbiased, fact-based checklist that can be presented to anyone from any department and they will all agree that these boxes listed on the checklist can be successfully checked off. When I've learned about this concept, I was amazed at how effective it is in avoiding ambiguity and unnecessary perfectionism. I heard the saying, the worst thing you can do to a son is to keep working on it. And that's precisely what the definition of done prevents us from doing. It brings so much clarity when you know when you're done with the task. I've been using this concept for my own goal setting. I use sprint planning for my personal life. I've talked about it in episode number 11, so if you're interested, you can check it out. Every month I set nine goals in total, three goals in each areas of my life three goals in career and growth, three goals in health and key relationships, and three goals in the quality of life. The final and probably the most important step for me every time I set out these goals is writing down the definition of done for each of these nine goals. 
This is how I like to explain it to my clients. My clients and I work together on setting and achieving their goals one month at a time. We keep in touch almost daily. We have weekly progress goals. In short, there is a regular and frequent communication between us. But I don't live with them. And most importantly, I don't live in their brain. So I don't know what's going on in there. So we need to find a way, some metric that is unbiased, that doesn't have a story behind it. Something that my client and I and every other person on this planet can agree upon. For example, someone used to be a runner and now they want to get back into a good running shape. The most common definition of a goal you hear people set is something along the lines of getting back into running, getting back into a great running form. When the client says something like this, she might think that she has a very clear idea of what she means by a good running form. But I, as a person who's very far from anything related to running, have no idea what it means. So if you come to work with me, I will ask you what exactly you mean by getting back into a good running form. For me, completing 5k under an hour is already a big achievement. For some of you, 5k under an hour it's not even running, it's more like walking after dinner type of exercise. If we bring a third person in, he or she might have a third opinion what this goal will look like once completed. That's why we need to have a clear definition of done. It will remove all the ambiguity, all the bias, all the fiction related to a certain goal. This is something you, as a person who knows everything about running, and I, as a person who doesn't know a thing, can agree upon. At the end of the month, when we look at the definition of done, we can 100% agree whether it's completed or not. And if we bring a third person in, she will also agree with us. It's like if it's snowing outside, we all can agree that it's snowing. If you bring 100 people into the room, they will all agree that it's snowing because it is a fact. The same clarity should be there when you evaluate whether you achieved your goal or not. That's why we need to have a clear definition of done for the goal of getting back into a good running shape. Remember, we are setting a goal for three weeks at a time. How would we know that this goal is completed in the first three weeks? Remember, we should both agree that it is done. What I've done in the past with one of my clients is to have some number we want to see in their Strava app by the end of the month. In that case, we wanted to see 50k total distance run at the end of our three weeks. Here, this is something that she and I could agree upon. She could send me a screenshot of her Strava app and if it says 50k or more, then we know that she achieved her goal. If it's a little less than 50k, we still know that she was pretty close and can count it as a success. During the next month, we focus more on her speed and again, it was measured using her Strava app. Here is another example. When I wanted to try intermittent fasting, I wanted to fast for a total of 300 hours during my first three-week sprint. That meant 14 hours of fasting every day for 21 days. And I measured it using a special app. Again, all I had to do 
at the end of the sprint was to log in into my app and count the total hours fasted during a three-week period. When I wanted to build a website for the monthlymethod.com, I listed all the pages that needed to be live by the end of a sprint. They didn't have to be perfect, but they had to be live. During the next sprint, I would improve on some of the pages, but again, I had a very clear definition of done for each of the pages. Why is it worth taking the time to write down the definition of done for each of your monthly goals? Because it clears out any confusion we might have about our goal. Our goal becomes very clear and we can't trick ourselves into our favorite activity of doing research and not taking actions. And it also protects us from at the moment emotions. Plus, we don't have too many options to beat ourselves down anymore. Let's look at the example of getting back into a good running form. If I don't have a clear definition of done for this task, I might spend a week or two doing all kinds of research on different workout routines. And you know the internet. There is always another article you can read. There is always another opinion that contradicts everything I've just read. I can never be fully done with my research. Not only that, my emotions can severely affect my performance. My mind can always go into I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough state. Because without a clear definition of done, I don't have a metric of what good enough is. But when I have a clear definition of done, in this case running a certain distance during a three-week sprint, I can feel confident and calm throughout the process. As long as I am on schedule, I can just forget about this goal. It doesn't have to occupy my mind all the time. I simply have no reason to think I'm not good enough. If I don't think such thoughts, my life becomes a lot more enjoyable. I can finally move away from the black and white thinking. I also use this concept for my daily time management. I am a big fan of time blocking. Some people call it time boxing. Basically, you allocate some time in your schedule to each of the tasks you have on your to-do list. For example, right now I'm recording this episode. I gave myself 90 minutes to record it, do preliminary editing, and send it to my podcast editor. And I have put this task on my calendar from 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. You probably heard about this technique before, but here is the most important thing that is not so widely discussed. The worst mistake you can do with your time blocking is to work on something. For example, I could have scheduled 90 minutes to work on my podcast. The moment I look at my schedule and see this phrase, work on something, my brain is instantly confused and overwhelmed. I have no idea where to start. In my mind, it looks like I have to revamp my whole podcast. That's why you need to use the definition of done for your time blocking as well. What will I complete in those 90 minutes? In my case, during the scheduled 90 minutes, I will do the final edits to the script, I will record the episode, I will cut out long pauses and repeats, then I will upload it to the Google folder and send it to my editor. Once these five steps are done, I am done with this task. 
there is no ambiguity. An absolute stranger can observe me during those 90 minutes, and he will also agree that I have completed those five tasks. If a complete stranger and I can agree on the completion of the task, then it means I've created a good definition of done for this particular task. Don't sit down to work on something. Sit down to produce something. Plan for the results. Have a clear definition of done so you don't have all the inner chatter of unnecessary perfectionism because the other side of perfectionism is procrastination and have a clear understanding of when you are done. It is a great feeling to know that you've completed a task and you don't have to think about it anymore. Before I end this episode, I want to let you know that we have opened the doors to our April sprint registration. If you want to have measurable progress towards the things that truly matter to you in just three weeks, head out to the link provided in the show notes. I guarantee you will be amazed with yourself and I'll be there to offer you unlimited support and be your ultimate accountability partner. The doors for April Sprint will close on April 2nd. Okay, have a great week everyone. Please subscribe if you want to get a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to ask a question, leave a comment, or share something interesting, please use the link provided in the show notes. I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions in the upcoming episodes.